morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Today is the 26th of January. And um, yeah, in fact, okay, so now I realize that this year is likely to go very fast, like the second half of last year did. Because I, I'm still very much in the, we just entered into the new year and we're actually in the last week of the first month of the new year. So I'm getting those vibes of this is going to be one of those years where you blink and it's July, you go to bed, you wake up, it's December and you're in 2022. Okay, so I think we just need to all be very, very, that's note to self, shall I redeem the time in 2021 because it's going to be a year that is not waiting for anyone. Okay, yeah, understood. So we're going to be musing today on something that I've titled Revealed by His Spirit. I hope this will be a short music i always say this and i honestly when i start i really 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 hope it will be and um, but again the holy ghost is my co-host so he takes control sometimes and when i hear him speaking i don't censor him i don't stop him because it's not every time you find the words and the words come when the words come you allow it to flow but otherwise this is musings with jesus we're a daily christian podcast and we're here just to interrogate about faith life and love in the context of the scripture um, I'm trying to make sense of the world um, with the lens of scripture and with the power of God and through his word and his spirit. And we started off in June 6, 2020, halfway through the pandemic, I would say. And um, I think the Lord, I'm so grateful to God that he started this journey with me because I didn't realize how confusing the world was going to be and how upside down logic was going to be turned in terms of the way what people say what people were thinking or the level of misinformation about basic facts that was just going to be all over the place or even the interpretation that people would give to things that really ordinarily should be black and white you know and logical and i think having this commitment to a daily meditation in the word of god that would record and then post and thereby holding myself accountable to all you good people listening out there it helped me to have God speaking into my life at a time I needed to hear his words because honestly if not for musings with Jesus I will not be reading the Bible every day yes I'm, I'm lazy like that I'm not that spiritual I am like everyone else I struggle with my flesh I'm, and I'm lazy I can be lazy about things sometimes you know so yes but the commitment to a daily podcast Christian podcast forces me to go into the scriptures every morning and to do and first of all to listen to God to tune him to him and to just focus on something that God brings up to my spirit for me to muse about. And I do a bit of, I, you know, we select a few scriptures. Sometimes, you know, I started off selecting a lot of scriptures. Now I narrow it down to about two, three or four. And then we talk about it. And then God, you know, and he does his musing. So he has his opportunity to sort of like meditate and massage the heart of my soul. Oh, I like the imagery of that. You know, oh, that's, oh, that feels so good. I like massages, by the way. That's one thing I've missed since the beginning of the pandemic i have not had a massage but and i'm so much looking to for to when i can do one for myself but i digress but anyway so that sort of body soothing massage the lord does it with his word and by his spirit when we're having this music so he massages my soul he speaks to the things and it's always very relevant so one thing about what we do here it's always relevant it's always in the moment so you would notice that i would always speak to whatever is happening on the day of the inauguration in the u.s i, I spoke about you know i i I, I was open with that when we're going through the NSAS protest in Nigeria I addressed that as well 
um, you know, still within the musing context, when a lot of stuff was going on politically, I spoke to that as well, because that's what God does for me. He, it's about helping me to make sense of the world that I am in right now, with the lens of today. And I think that is why when the Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, it's very important because I think when I when I listen to Christian speakers, let me use that word, who have a platform, a very large platform, and they manage to preach messages that dance around what is going on at the moment. I, I, I really wonder. Because, you know, I, I'm a communications professional, so there's some language we use. In, in social media, for instance, there's what is called having an always-on strategy. And then there's what is called having an always relevant strategy. Now, most of the people who have an always on strategy are like the newspapers, I mean, news um, journals and all that. So they always like, they can tweet like a hundred times a day because they need to be always on. So from beginning to, um, from the beginning, I mean, every day in the morning till evening, you will see different sort of tweets talking on different things, politics, trivia, you know, news, religion, all kinds of things, you know, it's always on. So they talk about all sorts of stuff. And sometimes it, you, you have problems even, you know, sifting through the clutter of, okay, what is important to me? What am I interested in? Because they're just tweeting all the time and it's called always on. But I guess it helps them because they're news agencies. But then for companies and people who are not people who speak all the time or who have a 24-7 remit, like a news, like a CNN or a BBC, what you need to be is always relevant. So as a business or as a brand on social media, you are supposed to be always relevant. Always relevant means that whatever it is you are saying or you're doing is relevant to the time. Because otherwise, you're not building connections with the society that you're in. And you're unknowingly positioning your brand as an outsider of society. Whereas your brand is supposed to be a part of society. It doesn't mean you need to be political, but you better find a way to always be relevant. So if it's the beginning of the year, for instance, you'll be posting things in sync with the what people are doing at the beginning of the year, which is like setting their targets, you know, planning for the year, th- taking stock of what happened last year. That's what every brand that has sense is doing in the first part of the year. Because you need to be relevant to what is going on generally. So I, I really don't understand, like I said, faith speakers or even speakers of any kind, really, because this works, you know, if you have a platform, you always need to speak to the moment. And a lot of brands miss it here, which is where, where the, the, and you can get away with it in your, in fact, I, honestly, you, I can't think of any setting where you get away with it. Because even as a leader, if you're talking to your staff and you, you don't say a word about wave two, you know, you have to first, no matter what it is, you don't just open a meeting and start talking about, oh, yes, our, we didn't sell well. No, you first start off with wave two. Talk about coronavirus, what's happening, and then you, you ask people how they're feeling when you've got a bit of interaction and people are excited and, you know, engaged, then you bridge into your business conversation. So you always need to be always relevant. And that's what I like about God. He's always relevant. He's not, he doesn't choo 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 all the time. He may not be tweeting into your ears, you know, 24 7 and dropping a hundred tweets a day. But when he drops his tweets, it is worth reading, it is worth meditating on. You want to pin the tweet. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that analogy. I just love you when you do those things. Please, can you just appreciate the Holy Spirit for me?
So he's always relevant. And that is what I have found. He has helped me to, to key into that in these musings. And I, I, the relevance of it is so potent because honestly, I can go back. Like if I want to, if I want to go back and remember what God said to me during the NSAS protest, for instance, all I need to do is go back to October 20 and even read what God said to me before the lucky incident happened in the evening of that day. And the things that he said the following this, October 20, 21, 22, in fact, that entire week, God was speaking about what, what had happened. We were still musing scripture, but he was making the musings were relevant. And after a while, you know, we went in another direction. But it was always relevant. And honestly, this is the first time, like I, um, this is God, um, I myself, I'm just hearing this from the Holy Spirit at this time. So I think I really need to say this. He's my co-host on this program. So sometimes it is me speaking. I'm sure you guys can tell the point at which the Holy Spirit takes over. He's my co-host. So thank you, co-host, for chipping in. Please stay, stay close. Don't go far. Because I think where you, you know, your contributions are valued, I think, and the audience is here for you, not really for me. So it's called Musings with Jesus because that is what it is. I have come to realize it. God, God gave the name, and I now realize that this is really Musings with Jesus. So I am now even more serious about being here and doing this than I was, I think, before, because I now realize that God has. Um, He's waiting for this time. He prepares for this time and he speaks. So welcome and thank you for joining me today, being part of this um, program. Um, the Lord is here for you. If you're here and you're listening to this, wherever you are in the world, it's not by chance. I always say this. I do not actively promote this podcast. It is very much a niche podcast. So if you have stumbled on it or someone sent it to you, trust me, it was a divine arrangement. It's not by chance because there has been very little intention that is natural built into the process of this podcast and how it travels. I have my commitment with God and my understanding with him is that the words will go to whoever he has intended that it should go to in any nation of the earth where they may be and it will speak to their hearts and in their lives and the Lord will use it to birth his work and to intervene in the lives of the individuals that he has targeted and that the word will accomplish that which which the lord has sent it to do to to, um, to accomplish in their lives and in their hearts also his praise and his glory so that no flesh will glory in his sight so that i cannot take the glory because if i promoted then i will believe that is what i did but then since i'm not promoted the fact that people are listening i know that it is god and i always keep him first you know uh, in, in that and most importantly I get blessed you know even by 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 doing this and going through this process so today we're going to be musing on a title called revealed by his spirit and that's why I asked the Holy Ghost to stay close because we're really going to be talking about the things that are revealed by the spirit of God it's called revealed by his spirit and I was supposed to have given a backstory for this which I I have now I haven't given and I've spent quite a bit of time so the backstory for this is because I realized recently that it is only the people who are connected to the Holy Spirit that are able to understand the things of God that are written in the Word of God. And it's it's a very recent discovery for me because I've, I've listened to a lot of people preach or talk about the Word of God and meditate. And I wondered why 
some of my friends, even you know, laymen, people who are not, you know, they're just regular Christians. They say some things that are so profound. They, you know, there's some things they share with me. I'm like, how is it that you're not on a pulpit somewhere? You know, and there's so much wisdom, so much revelation knowledge, so much spiritual knowledge in the things that they they just know. And then I sit listening to people who have a platform. And I'm wondering, what, you know, how, how is it that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be politically correct, but how is it that, you know, what I'm hearing, you know, there's, I don't want to say, there, there's no power, there's no, the, 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 the profoundness, how is it that, how is it that the power of the word of God is not in the words that you're speaking, even though you're reading from the same text that my layman friends are reading from. And I used to think that, okay, was it about, okay, maybe this person isn't anointed to teach, but, you know, is anointed in other ways. And so that was what I thought for a very long time. Because honestly, when you, anyway, let me not, when you, when you sit and listen to people who have fellowship with the word of God and the Holy Spirit has revealed the word unto them. The power comes at you with such force. You cannot mistake. You know how when Jesus preached the scripture, they said he preached like somebody who had authority and that they looked at him. Is this not Jesus, the son of the carpenter? In other words, they were marveling. How, where did this guy get this insight from? Because he was the same scriptures that they were reading in the synagogue every day. He came and read it was in a different way. So there is something about the things that are revealed and it is only the spirit of God that will reveal it. So stay tuned. Let's take a short break. We will come back and read a few scriptures that will explain why this phenomenon is so. If you have not noticed it, then fine. But if you are someone that has noticed what I am saying, please pay attention. Because this may answer a question that you have been having in your heart for a very long time. Let's talk about what it means when things are revealed by the Spirit of God. Please stay tuned. We'll be back shortly. Our headline scripture is 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9 to 11. And I would re- recommend that you we all read the entire 1 Corinthians 2 because it actually speaks ex- extensively about, you know, what we're musing on. But I had to just select the verses that were most relevant so that I don't read the entire thing. And so that also we focus on what is, you know, what is most relevant to the conversation of today. So we're talking about revealed by his spirit, the things that are revealed by the spirit of God and what that means really when we say that. So let's read, this is Paul speaking to the church of um, God in Corinth at the time. And we start off by verse nine. He says, but it is written, eyes hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Please keep that in mind. Things that God has prepared for them that love him. Verse 10, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. God has revealed them unto us by 
his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yea, the deep things of God. Now, can we just stop there for a minute? So you see what's happening here. He first started by saying, Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man what God has prepared. So like very good buffet, Thanksgiving dinner, what God has prepared for them that love him. But he says that God has revealed those things that he has prepared for them that love him to us, that's people who love him, by his spirit. So it's the spirit that reveals. It is God, it is God the spirit that reveals. God the Father reveals the things that he has prepared for his children by through his spirits. And he says, why does he do it that way? Because the spirit of God is the one that searches all things even the deep things of God. So the spirit of God is connected to the heart and the soul of God. He is like an operating system that runs through the hardware of God. And he searches into the deep crevices of God's heart. And he picks things out from that spirit, from that heart of God. With the consent of God, then reveals it to whom he will. What it therefore means is that if you are not connected to that spirit, you cannot read. You, you cannot. It's just like a computer now. You need to be connected before you can, before a program can run on your system. Is either you are connected through the internet or you are connected through some hardware or something. If there is no connection, you can't access the software. You can see the software and read the manual. You know, be reading the manual. This is what it does. Read the manuals that have been written down. But the ability to access what that application can do, except you are directly connected into that application through software and hardware or Wi-Fi or the cloud, you cannot get the power. You cannot use that software. You don't even know what it is. You're just reading the manual. It's just textbook application. So apparently, okay, so let me just stop here. Because there are apparently people who are reading the textbook manual of the word of God and are not connected to the power of it, the application of it, the source of it. So it says the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Verse 10, it says, for what man knows the things of a man? except the spirit of the man which is in him. So even so, the things of God knows no man but the spirit of God. In other words, you cannot understand the things of God just by reading the Bible without the presence of the Holy Spirit. That is it. It was never intended to be read by people who are not connected to God by the spirit of God. That that is all the scripture is saying. It says the things of God... No man knows it. Isn't it funny that he's saying this? But he's saying this as of a time when there was already scripture. As of the time Paul was saying this, there was already a lot of scripture revealing God's word. So what what he was saying is that the written, and that's where the Bible talks about the spirit of the letter, that there is a written script somewhere. The power in that script is is not in the letter. It's in the spirit of the letter. The spirit of God. He said, even so. He said, because there is no man like me. You don't know me. You don't know me until my spirit. You don't know what is in my heart. It's only my spirit that knows what's in my heart. And perchance, if I reveal it by my words, then you know. But if I don't, then you really don't know who I am. 
He said, in the same way, that it's not possible for a man on the outside to know what is in God's heart, except the spirit that searches the heart of that God brings those things out for that person to see. Finish. That's it. Which is why it's honestly... And like I said, this is a recent discovery that really became alive to me because I then understood why certain people who have a platform, they are preaching the same message over and over again. Divided into separate, do you understand? They they trick it. It's the same message. It's the same message. It's just that they they are not able to be always relevant because of the absence of the Holy Spirit. So the message is the same thing bring out different scriptures do you understand they are preaching it in a different way but the core of it is the same because why there is no revelation by his spirit there is no connection to the owner of the word there's nothing that can make a life-changing difference in the life of anybody nothing i'm telling you i'm telling you with all humility of spirits And this is not to cast aspersion on anybody. It's for me to understand, personally, this is a challenge to me, personally, to understand that I have to be as close to the Holy Spirit as I can. And that it is a waste of time for me to be trying to serve God without the understanding and the revelation that the only the Holy Spirit can give me, only the Spirit of God can give me. I mean, so it's not possible for me to follow Christ and walk with him or even understand the word. For me, let's not, even, let's not even go too far. Even understanding of this word, I need the Holy Spirit to explain it to me so that I'm not just reading the letter, but I'm interacting with the spirit of the letter. And let me explain this a bit further. So let's read scripture and we, we, so we really understand that this is not just what I think, but what the word of God is saying and what I myself have found to be true. Which is why a layman sending me a scripture and explaining certain things, a friend of mine who has no platform, can speak to my moments in a way that somebody who has a platform of five thousand um, millions cannot. Yes, now, because it's connected to the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God sent him, knowing that he was going to talk to me at that time, the Spirit of God was able to give him a word that was relevant to my moment and my time. It's either you have the connection. It's just like power, you know. When you talk about, are you plugged in? Yes. When you, if you are not connected to a power source, you will not have power. You can buy all the appliances. You can do whatever you like to walk around it. But if you are not connected to that power source, you can even get batteries and store. But you do not have power. You are not connected to power. You do not have power. And this is what he's saying. He says, which man knows the things of a man save the Spirit of God? He says, even so, the things of God knows no man but the Spirit of God. But And he says, that Spirit searches all things, the deep things of God. He only reveals it. it is, this God reveals it by His Spirit. So the, the connection is, I want to get information from God. God, Holy Spirit searches the Spirit, heart of God, brings out the information and reveals it to the person that is connected, that He wills. If I'm not connected, I can't now. I can't jumpstart over this process. So Ephesians 3, 4 to 6 says, Whereby when you read, 
you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. This is Paul speaking to the church in Ephesus, verse 5. Which in other ages, now this is the knowledge in the mystery of Christ. He's now saying in verse 5, this was not known in other ages. It was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the spirits. Paul is saying this again to the church in Ephesus. He said, look, that in the old days, that the mystery, the knowledge in the mystery of Christ, it was not made known. Who did not make it known? The Holy Spirit did not reveal it unto the sons of men. But he said he has now revealed it in the time that he wants to reveal it to his holy apostles and the prophets. And the purpose of that, he now went on in verse 6 to say that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. So what the Holy Spirit did not reveal to the people of the old covenant was that the Messiah that was coming was not Messiah for Israel alone, but that it was Messiah for the world. But he revealed it unto the forerunners of the gospel because they were the ones that were able and willing and anointed and graced to carry that gospel forward because they had believed in the Christ. But for those who believed in the Christ that the Lord said, that did not believe in the Christ that the Lord said, the Holy Spirit did not reveal to them. And for those who they were even born in a time that it was not necessary or relevant to that period, he didn't reveal it either. But when it was relevant to be revealed, he revealed it. Ah, in fact, the Holy Spirit is always relevant. Thank you, co-hosts, for chipping in. So you can, I'm sure you guys noticed the point at which my co-host, <laughs> Holy Spirit, came in. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I need to listen to this music again. So going back to 1 Corinthians, we'll now read the later part of it. Um, we'd read 9 to 11 before. So Paul now said here in verse 13, he said, Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. Hey, God. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Verse 14. But the natural man cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness. What did I say? Foolishness. What did I say? Foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Now, I have read scripture. This is not, I have not paraphrased anything here. 1 Corinthians 2, 13 to 15. He says, the things that we speak, we speak it not in the wisdom which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. The Holy Spirit does not compare. Oh, Father. He says, because the natural man, the natural mind, cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness foolishness unto him neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned this is the secret of bible study of effective bible study when the word of god says in hebrews 4 12 that it is alive and it's powerful and it's sharper than it to a soul, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit and is a designer of the thoughts and the intents of the heart he's talking about the power of the holy spirit to search all things so the Holy Spirit can only, or rather the word of God can only become alive and powerful in my, li- in my life when it is connected to that power of the Holy Spirit to search the deep things of God and search the deep things of man and compare the two together. That's what he's saying here, comparing spiritual things with spiritual, both unseen with unseen, unknown with unknown, and they're helping me make sense of it. Can any human being do that? So... A lot of the Bible study, Bible reading, 
Bible teaching that is going on is that is not necessarily connected to the life source of the Holy Spirit. There's also a lot of people who are reading the Bible and are receiving revelation by the Holy Spirit. But what I'm saying is that you can tell the difference if you have experienced one and you've experienced the other. You can tell the difference because one reads the Bible like a user manual. The other reads the Bible like somebody connected into the operating system. The same words running on at, at different levels. And the Bible is a fascinating book. So even if you read it like a user manual, you know, like a fairy tale or like just a descriptive book, it's an interesting story in places and in parts. But the Bible says, the Bible is not just a, 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 an interesting story or a historical document, even though it is all of that and it's good to read as a fact and, you know, historical document. But the Bible says it contains the word of God, which is alive. And that is where the relevance comes in. So if you read the Bible just as a user manual and a fairy tale, unconnected to the life source of the Holy Spirit and the Spirit of God, it is not able to be relevant in your life, always relevant. Are, are you understanding what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell me and what my co-host is speaking at this point in time? <laughs> and I'm actually talking to myself. Because the only way that God, the word of God can be relevant, a word that was written thousands of years of year, thousands of years ago, to now become relevant to my life in 2021 is by revelation, by the power of God. By the Holy Spirit searching deep into the Spirit of God, bringing out the things that are relevant to me in that, searching into my own heart too, bringing out the things that are relevant to me, searching into the Word of God, bringing the things that are relevant from the Word of God to me at this time and God's purpose for me, interweaving it all together and teach it begins to teach me, starts comparing spiritual things with spiritual. And it's, it's a spiritual discernment thing. Even what I'm saying to you right now, I have never said it before. It is the Holy Spirit teaching it. It is not possible. And that's what he's saying here. He says, the natural man. So me, if, me as I am, I can't, my head knowledge can never help me arrive at what, I'm, what I just said. It's not possible. So, yeah. I think this year will have to be a year of really working with the Holy Spirit. It's, it's, it's really where I think God wants me to get to here. And um, I had no clue when... I started this music that this was where it was going to go. This has proven to be a far more deeper music that I, I, I actually anticipated or bargained for. And at this point, I'm, I'm thoroughly speechless because I now realize that the work with God is even more, is deeper than what I, I, I have, what I have imagined and experienced up till this time. And it's not child's play. So I am going to end it here and um, and thank my co-host for being here with me and for teaching us about how 
it is important for us to work with him in such a way that he can do what Paul describes here, which is he can teach us comparing spiritual things with spiritual and that he can reveal to us the things that are spiritually discerned and that the things that are relevant to our lives and God's purpose for us at this time. May we be present with him to be able to receive them and to walk in them all to the praise and glory of our Father in heaven. And when I think of that scripture that says the, the hour cometh and now is that they that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. And he says, for the Father seeketh those that would worship him in that way. God is looking for this kind of relationship whereby we are intertwined, interacting with his spirit. The same spirit that searches the deep things of God. He wants to reveal what is in his belly. You know how it is when you have there are things burning inside of you. You are looking for who to share it with. That's how God is feeling. He wants to reveal these things. But it will only be to those who love him. And who are willing to worship him in spirit and in truth. Wow. Thank you Lord for this. And um, thank you Jesus. I, I, I'll just end this here. Thank you for listening everyone. God bless you. Um, I trust that the Lord is speaking to you. And I know that he will do that which he wills. And he desires for you. And all of us at this time. Stay blessed, stay lifted, and have a wonderful day in Jesus' name. Amen.